Welcome to another inspiring podcast from C3 New Hope. For more information about our church and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au. My name's Dan. If you haven't had a chance to meet already, a massive hello. And uh, I'm so glad that you've been able to come and join with us here today. Whether you're currently watching in one of our locations, maybe you're sitting in someone's home right now in a nice comfy lounge, I hope. Maybe you're in someone's back deck or maybe you're watching online. My hope and my prayer is that you may receive something from God here today as we go through the Word of God, that you may indeed be transformed from the inside out. You know, these moments that we have together today are so important. As a church, we believe in the importance of the larger gathering, but also the more intimate spaces like we'll have today. A time where we can indeed discuss the Word of God. We can come around and pray for one another and just hang out together and do life together. Now, I love the Apostle Paul when he talks about in Colossians that he uses, he uses this imagery of our lives be like woven together. And it's in the smaller settings, it's in these moments of more intimacy that we have the chance to be able to do this in. So we're a big believer of that, and we hope that you'll be able to share in the goodness of that as well. Now, Jesus, when he walked the earth, he spent time going from synagogue to synagogue, temple to temple, but he also spent time going from home to home. Times when he'd get three or four of his disciples, or he gathers the 12, and he'd take time to be able to share with them, speak the word of God over them, and be able to pray with each one of them as well. And that's what we're going to be doing together today as followers of Jesus. You know, I'm really excited that in just a moment we're going to be able to share our very first theme or series for the year. But before we get to that, uh, maybe last week you, you missed our, our vision day, maybe you missed Uh, maybe some of the emails that came out during the week. I just want to recap really, really quickly a word, I guess, that God has placed on the life of Ali and I uh, and a word for our church. And uh, I guess there's 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 a new language around our vision that we have for our church. You know, our mandate will always remain. And this was the case under Pastor Andrew and Pastor Claren. Hello, guys, if you're watching here this morning. That our mandate is always to go and make disciples. This is an instruction that Jesus gave the disciples just before he went to be with the Lord. But this is a mandate that we will also carry out. And our mandate will remain this, to go and make disciples. However, what we feel is that there's a bit of a, a, a reshaping of the language that God's wanting us to be able to run with for the vision of our church. And our vision moving forward from, I guess, last week into the future is going to be one sentence made up with three different phrases. And the first phrase is this, to follow Jesus. The second phrase is to become like Jesus. And our third phrase is to be to go, to go and do what Jesus did. To follow Jesus, become like Jesus, and to do what Jesus did. Our hope and our prayer is that this can be a vision that you and your family can run with, with all perseverance. And I guess it's the, it's the picture of discipleship that I believe that as we follow Jesus, become like Jesus, in other words, be transformed by his word and his teachings, that we can then go and do what Jesus did and to make a difference in our world. So that excites me. Our prayer excites you as well. And, uh, and you'll hear more about this kind of information in the weeks to come. So that's our vision, and uh, you know we're going to get into our series right now. I guess I just want to spend the next nine or ten minutes this morning in just going through a bit of an introduction into our series. 
like I said beforehand, this is our first series for 2022. I'm excited for the journey that God's going to be able to take us on. And I've actually named this series TikTok. And uh, some of you right now are looking to your phones and thinking about the app, TikTok, and don't worry, your pastor's not going to start doing any kind of crazy dance moves or any kind of funny voiceovers right now. But I believe that God's placed a, a, a heartbeat for us to be able to go through this journey of looking at the pace of what it means to be able to follow Jesus. Let's look at a scripture here this morning as we start. This scripture is from Mark chapter 1, verses 16 to 18, and it's, um, it says, one day Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Notice that he was walking. Very rarely, if ever, you will ever see and read about the fact that Jesus ever ran. There's a pace. He was walking along the shore. And it says here that he saw Simon and Andrew throwing a net into the water. Why? Because they were fishing for a living. They were fishermen. And Jesus calls out to them and says, and by the way, this invitation that he's about to give it's an invitation that he gave to the early disciples, but it's an invitation that he gives to every single one of us today as well. And he says, come and follow me and I'll show you how to fish for people. And what I love, I love their response. I love their reaction to this. And without going to all the detail, the honor to be able to be called by a rabbi during those times, particularly someone like Jesus. Jesus was extremely prominent. And when he says, hey, come and follow me, that was an honor. And so these guys heard the call and my prayer is that we can hear the call and have this kind of response as well. It says, they left their nets at once and they followed him. Church, I want us to be Jesus followers. I want us to be a church filled with people who, who make Jesus known to all and that we can indeed guess, drop the things that we do, things that were once important to us, and we can actually base our lives around the teachings and, and following the ways of Jesus. But I guess as I started thinking about what it meant to follow Jesus, and we, we use that phrase, let's follow Jesus, I started to think about it, especially think about it in our crazy, fairly frantic world that we live in today. I'm sure as you've probably sat down on some nice, comfortable lounges, hopefully got a cup of coffee in your hands, maybe there's even a sense in your own heart right now where you're like, Danny, if I was to be honest, there's a level of fatigue, there's a level of tiredness that's going on, not just with my physical body, but also in my soul right now, in my mind. And I started thinking about this and what it means to follow Jesus in our world. For so many of us, we're going from this place to that place. We're going to do this thing, that thing. Our diaries are fairly full. It's a fairly frantic pace that we actually live life at the moment. You know, I was reading a, a bit of research from Dr. Caroline Leaf, and she's a, a famous psychologist that works within the, I guess, the Christian church and the, within the church today. And, and she made this statement saying that our brains now are twice as active than what they were only 15 years ago. And I got thinking about this. Our brains are twice as active. It's all the scrolling. It's all the searching. It's all the consumption. She puts it down to the fact that people are far less content now than ever before. That life is now, life's now are no longer all that simple. And she makes this a statement that, that we've got to be careful about being coming too busy, becoming too full, so our priorities of actually following Jesus can sometimes be put to the side. And this is a very countercultural way of looking at life. The secular way of life is obtain more and do more and get more and go for more. And this is, and success is not bad in life. 
But what Dr. Caroline Leaf is referring to, what I believe the Bible refers to, is that let's make sure that the, the main pillars, the big blocks, the big rocks of life are indeed at the center place so that we can indeed follow Jesus. And I'm discovering, and I use this word discovering because I'm on the same journey, your pastor's on the journey with you here, that I believe that there is a pace to following Jesus and maybe a pace that we can rediscover throughout this series together. You know, reality for many of us is that most of us are actually in too much of a hurry. We're in too much of a rush. We're too consumed with the things going on around us. And what I've unfortunately seen over lots of time now is that unfortunately our followership of Jesus can sometimes be the thing that experiences, uh, I guess, the consequences of that. So in this series, we want to talk about this pace. We want to talk about what it means to walk with Jesus and not to run with Jesus. And talk about the healthy rhythms of, that Jesus calls us to be able to experience. And it's these healthy rhythms that I actually want to go to the Word of God right now and look at it together. So let's go to uh, this next um, passage. And I'm going to read out Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30. And I read in the NIV version, which can, and then I'll follow by reading out the message version. The NIV version says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give them rest. Might take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And some of you might be thinking, yoke, is that like the egg? No, it's not the egg. Um, disciples, I'm sorry, rabbis back in Jesus' time, they had two things. They all had followers, or a better word for that was that they had apprentices because they wanted to become more and more like their master or their rabbi. The second thing, they had a yoke, and their yoke was their instruction. Their yoke was the way that they did life. And so as as the disciples would follow their rabbi, what would happen is that they would become more and more like their teacher, like their rabbi. And it says, take the yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find, so I love this, you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What beautiful scripture this is. Um, in the message version it says, and maybe... The author actually starts off by, by asking three simple questions. It says, are you tired? Hands up there. Maybe internally you can put your hand up. Are you worn out? Are you burnt out on religion? Now, some of you guys have even been following Jesus. And as we read this, you're like, I don't receive this. This is not what I've actually got. I'm actually encouraged. Let's go on the journey together as a church to rediscover some of the truths. He says, come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover life. And I will show you how to take a real rest. I love how this is real rest. As if to suggest sometimes we can rest, but it's not really restful. I can guarantee that there's some people watching here today that you will be able to resonate and say, hey, Dan, as I close my eyes and put my head in my pillow, my mind is still going at 100 miles an hour. It's not really rest that we find. And my prayer is that we can discover this kind of real rest. It says, walk with me, like that, walk with me, and work with me. And the irony here is that there's, there's, there is a working in order to get the rest. But this is the way God works. He says, work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Learn. As if to suggest it's not actually natural. There's, there's a process here. There's a, there's a coming of being able to come into this revelation. So learn the unforced rhythms, rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep the company with me. Not just every now and then, just keep company. Walk with me. I'm going at a pace that you can come with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. 
I love these words, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. What a, what a beautiful phrase that is. And it's an invitation that we all have here today to be able to receive his goodness. And so if you're tired of life, if you've got this revelation that, hey, the way I'm doing life, surely there's, a, surely there's more to it. Maybe I've missed the whole point. Maybe you're asking yourself here today, then this series is for you and it'll be a great time for you. Uh, so that everyone's aware, I'm going to actually be walking through aspects of this book. Um, there's another book called The Rest of God, as well as um, some principles and some thoughts that uh, we went through that seven or eight years ago as a church when we did The Simple Life. And we're encouraged to come back to this really healthy way of being able to follow Jesus. And uh, in his book, um, John Mark Homer, he has this phrase, this, this quote, he says, hurry is the root problem underneath so many symptoms of toxic harm in our world. I thought, wow, that's, that's quite profound. Another quote that Corrie Tan Boom says is that if the devil can't make you sin, then he'll make you busy. What a powerful thought that is. And what a, if we think about it just for a second, that, that both sin and busyness, they can actually have the same effect on our souls. Because what they both do is that they cut off connection between you and God, between you and other people, and also sometimes even to your own soul. And for many of us, the great danger that we don't address this, if we just drift with where the secular world takes us, what can actually happen is that the greatest danger probably is not actually you renouncing your faith or walking away from God. The greatest danger is probably actually you coming to a place where you live a mediocre version of your faith. And my prayer for our whole church, whether this is the first time you're watching this or maybe been a part of our church for a long time, is that we will be passionate followers of Jesus, that we'll have this revelation of who Christ is and what it means to remain in him, that we can indeed abide in him in all our lives and that we will be transformed from the inside out and that we will not have a mediocre version of faith, but we will be faith-filled people living a life of influence and making a difference in our world. And in the series, we're going to share and teach about some old school kind of teaching. And uh, some of you guys might be excited by that. Um, we're, we're going to go through some, some old school teaching. We're going to go back to the Ten Commandments in some cases. We're going to talk about the power of the Sabbath. We're going to talk about simplicity. We're going to talk about science and solitude, what it means to abide in Him. We're going to look at that phrase from Matthew 11 when it says the easy yoke. And we're going to look at the power of being able to follow Jesus in this particular way. You know, following Jesus has to make it to your schedule. It has to make it into your daily practices. Unless it does, it simply will never happen. We hope you've been encouraged by this message. For more information about C3 New Hope and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au.